Hey everybody, hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying sane, staying in shape. This is the San Diego Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy podcast by and for members of the gym, where we will be highlighting some of our members at the gym and their stories to give you a little insight into the people who are walking around the gym on a regular basis and how Jiu-Jitsu has impacted their lives. Uh, my guest today is Nick Rotunda. Nick and his son Zal both train at the gym, and Nick talks about his experience with other martial arts, how he got into jiu-jitsu, and more. So, hope you enjoy. Hey, there you are. <laughs> How's it going, Nick? Good, good. Good, man. Good to see you. I thought you were going to be at the gym. No, no, I'm I'm doing this from home. Yeah. How you staying busy? How you doing? Uh, you know, I wish I was training. I'm uh yeah. I wish I was as disciplined as I used to be. I, <laughs> when I get up and think, ah, I better go do some pull ups or push ups or something. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. happen. Yeah, we've if all I, if, I have, if I don't have something to actually so I have to have a reason, like I got to deal with Wesley next next week. Then I'll be a then I'll be a different program. <laughs> uh, I'm flattered. Yeah, I was talking to Sensei about that not too long ago. We're all we're all seeing ourselves slipping a little bit towards the bad side of habits. Like he says, he's been eating a lot more sugar lately than he normally would. But you know, it's expected given the time. So I think we'll all be getting back to normal here pretty soon. As soon as the grind kind of Reinsues. I think we're going to cherish it even more so than ever, and uh, and it'll be easy to slip right back into where we were, you know. Yeah, yeah I hope so you so. look like you're uh, you look like you're staying active. I see a bunch of videos that you find a new rattlesnake somewhere around your property, like every day. <laughs> yeah, that's my that's actually I got to go skin two of them. Oh <laughs> I still have skin. Yeah, but you know that's I think most people are most people are running around uh, trying to do all the home home projects. We painted a room, moved furniture cleaned up a rental house, you know, clean property, you know, that's, I think everybody's doing the same. So it's not like I'm totally sitting on my butt. I'm just not focused on uh, doing any stretching or lifting or, you know, of course I can't run anymore, but take my dog right. out for a walk. Constantly. That's the, that's my uh, little bit of cardio. Yeah. Anyway, Zal's Zoll, got some mats, but he hasn't been inviting me over. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't take it personally, hopefully. Yeah, well, he's got his. Uh, he's got Melissa there. To, he's going to bring her on w once things start up again. So he's getting her prepped. His Good. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. I remember she was training at Victory for a while there, and I see him posting those pictures of him and her training. So that's good. I'm glad yeah. that you know. That's one of the things that we're thinking about when we kind of get back uh, into rolling again, because everything obviously is going to have to be a little bit different. Maybe just have people train with people who are within your own household to start. Um, yeah. Yeah, so one way or another, man, we're going to get back to it as soon as we yeah. can. We're working hard at the gym every day, keeping everything clean and orderly and just adjusting with the news day by day so that we can get people back in there as soon as possible, you know? Yeah, it'll be interesting. But I'm yeah. sure we'll we'll be back at it. Yeah, before people, you know it. And then, oh, sorry, what would you say? No, nah, people, people are going to, people are going to, I, you know, a month was enough for me, but two months, I think, is enough for everybody. <laughs> Definitely, you know? yeah. Although I'm sure there's still going to be a bunch of people that when we get back to work are going to say, ah, oh, I miss summer vacation, you know? Yeah, so I miss all that. Uh, I miss all that unemployment. 
<laughs> yeah, I hear you. But yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm itching to get back. So um, one of the reasons I wanted to do this is I'm trying to talk about like the different groups of people that we have at the gym. You know, we've got men, women, families, people who are more focused on fitness, people who are more focused on jujitsu. So I'm just trying to like incorporate as many different people as possible into the conversation. So I, I appreciate you coming on. I wanted to ask you um, when you started at SDBJJ and why. I believe I started, uh, I want to say the very tail end of 2017. Okay. And uh, I, Saul and I and Ron actually, you know, Ron, we'd all been training at Krav Maga. And, you know, coming from a background of uh, kicking and striking and Korean martial arts and kickboxing, it was, uh, Krav had its po good points, but the training wasn't as rigorous I, as I had been used to. It's a good thing if you've never done any kind of martial arts or sport wrestling or boxing or anything like that, but uh, it gets boring after a bit. And I had suffered a little bit of a hip injury from doing all the martial arts I had done. and was kind of uh, fading out and Zal was getting more and more interested. He wanted to come over and start it, uh, start doing jujitsu with, you know, you know, he had a wrestling background. He really enjoyed it. Yeah. And when he, uh, he got me to come over, he kept saying, no, you're, you're going to, you're not going to have as many injuries in this as you think. And uh, I'd always wanted to do judo. It was my first, my first love back in the early sixties. But uh, my parents wouldn't let it, wouldn't allow it. <laughs> and so uh, the fact that they had judo, jujitsu, had a full kickboxing program and the big gym, I thought, well, I'll go in and at least talk to Apollo. And going in, just uh, if you've been around that, any kind of sport like this long enough, if you walk into a gym and smell those mats <laughs> and hear those sounds, you know, you're your um, nostalgic part of your brain kicks in. And I thought, well, I'm going to definitely try this. And um, when I uh, kind of first few classes, like you would, even if you were in good shape and you were young, you know, it's a little uh, daunting, but I knew it. I knew I've, it's not something I wasn't uh, unaccustomed to. I just didn't know if uh, at 57 or wherever I was at the time that I wanted to really start um, having to learn something new. And then, after a week of it, I thought, okay, I, I like it. I'm in. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> full time. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's a pretty common misconception that a lot of people have that, um, you know, that this is Fight Club. <laughs> a lot of people think that they're coming in and they're going to get worked and, you know, chewed up and spit out. I was kind of, I was kind of surprised to hear you say that Krav was the opposite, you know, in my mind. Um, I guess it's just ignorance, but I figured Krav Maga was going to be a lot more toll on your body. But, uh, but you know, like you said, man, we've got people doing jujitsu with all sorts of different injuries, all sorts of different, you know, ailments, strengths, skill levels, ages. Um, so I remember you were talking about you were dealing with a hip injury. You've dealt with a shoulder injury in the past, and, and some of that stuff was really difficult, and you were still able to train around it, huh? Yeah. I mean, the separated shoulder I've had, Apparently, one of them has been separated for a long time. I know I, I know I got that in kickboxing. I, I remember having a lot of problems. I couldn't even, I thought I had torn my rotator cuff because I couldn't lift my arm up over my head. 
Jeez. But uh, when I had them x-rayed, they just were separated and it wasn't a, it wasn't something the guy was surprised at to, you know, given the fact that I was grappling, but uh, just step back for the Krav uh, comparison. Krav, Krav is, uh, you know, because you're striking, punching, choking, gouging, it's not as easy to, to train uh, full force, you know? Sure. The reason I liked uh, jujitsu, and I always told both my sons, I said, if you're going to get into a martial art, you have to get into a program that puts you under pressure day one. You have to be under pressure all the time. And I don't want uh, people, if they're not you know, accustomed to martial arts, to think, oh, my God, I'm going to be put under this terrible pressure. I'm just saying that a lot of these programs like Krav, you know, some days you're, you're just kicking bags or punching things, and maybe you're doing a couple of choke breaks because they want you to move up in levels and they want to get you conditioned. Um, that's all okay, but because they're, they don't know what they're taking on. But the nice thing about jujitsu, the day you're in there, whether you're a black belt and something else or not, you could be training with a black belt and you know, you're getting, you're on the mat and you're getting pushed on, you're getting pulled, you're getting strangled. And you might as well get used to it and, you know, and get comfortable with it quick. And I'm sure that's why there's attrition, but there's attrition in the kickboxing and regular martial arts as well, just because sometimes sure. you get kicked, sometimes you get punched, sometimes you hyperextend something. But uh, uh, it's all new enough of both of these worlds that he said, okay, I think you're going to have less problem in here. And I, I agree. I think you just have less problems because they're not as, catastrophic when they go off you might you know you're gonna have soreness dislocations uh you know maybe you're gonna get elbowed once or twice but it's nothing different than any other sport right i'm usually pretty surprised to hear whenever people have an injury because you know the further along you get in our sport the more control you're able to to demonstrate right i feel like you know that's a that's something that a lot of us are familiar with now having been in it for a while is you're a lot less likely to get hurt rolling with a black belt than you are with somebody who doesn't know what they're doing i think about yeah. it like a like a baby snake you know they say when a baby snake bites you it doesn't have control of its venom and so it just it you're or maybe it's quirking i don't know i'm not that familiar but yeah, yeah. but whenever they get you they release all the venom whereas like an adult can just you know release a little bit right a black belt can really put the heat on you and they could they could hurt you if they want to but you're a lot less likely to get hurt rolling with them because they have so much control and so much familiarity. You know, you're, yeah. you're able to go full blast, but also trust somebody to not hurt you, you know? I mean, you can't tap in those other things. You know, when you're in a boxing ring, you don't tap. Yeah. Hey, you're telling <laughs> you're me, gonna, coming from you wrestling. You gotta run around until that bell runs out, you know? And that's the nice yeah. thing about the, the jujitsu. I said, you can, you can just tap when you're, when you're not uh, comfortable. I did right away. I, people, first time I got, Somebody got on top of me, uh, you know, just full mount. I was like, I tapped. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want you to get off me. <laughs> right. You got nothing to prove. And yeah, we're all at like different levels and different stages. You know, I think that's something that a lot of people are, again, like you're worried that you're going to come in there and it's just going to be a meathead gym with a bunch of, like a wrestling room, you know, like, like what I'm used to coming from. And, and people are going to try and like make an example out of you. But the great thing about this is people are so understanding and we've got such a broad like community, you know, we've got like teachers and nurses and women and, and people in all sorts of different situations that you don't even have to have a reason to tap. If you, you know, if you yeah. want to stop and we stop, like it's, it's very welcoming, you know, it's, it's quite the opposite of what a lot of people think. Um, I think, you know, until you really get involved with it and then you see the other side of the coin. So, 
What do you miss about it? Uh, well, the biggest thing is my, you know, I see my son more, right? I like, uh, yeah. I like rolling ball and, uh, you know, Ron, and now I've got friends like you and I, I miss seeing guys that we share this brotherhood, you know, yeah. uh, when you're, well, yeah, you know, when you're going up against people physically and, and, uh, stuff like that, you break down any kind of weird, uh, hangups you might have. And so yeah. you, you get back together, you, you feel real comfortable. And it might not be that we're chatting every day or, you know, talking about things outside the gym, but it's just, uh, having everybody around you that are like-minded, you feel at ease, you know, it makes yeah. you feel like, you're home. so that's the, you know, the whole time I keep thinking, I wonder what West is up to. I wonder what uh, Paul, I wonder what Adam's doing. I wonder what, you know, uh, the newest guy that I met in there, you know, some of the guys that I just met right before this all broke down. I once like, yeah, I wonder, hope those guys are not getting uh, discouraged and uh, wonder if they're all sitting. Yeah. And so it's, uh, that's one thing I really miss is that uh, just the community. As a yeah. Player. The camaraderie. The camaraderie yeah. is such a huge part of it. You know, like I was, I was having a conversation with Nikki. I remember not too long ago and she was saying like, some people show up for class and they don't even train. Like they're just there to BS and, and talk and yeah. have fun. You know what I mean? Crack jokes. And, and then there are some people who are the exact opposite who is like, they might as well have headphones and they just come in and they do their work and they don't want to be spoken to. And you know, the great thing about the sport, man, is whatever you need, we've got it there, you know? So if you need those yeah. people. Um, and, and I remember my old coach telling me like wrestlers last, like you said, we kind of break down those barriers where you really get to know people very intimately and you're trying to rip each other's shoulders out of socket. So yeah, you know, you'll make some, uh, some lifelong connections that, uh, those guys who are just going to check on you to make sure that you're good during this time. So I definitely miss seeing everybody around the gym man. you know me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad to hear that you're staying busy though. And, uh, and again, we'll be back at it however we can as soon as possible. Um, I want to learn a little bit about your game. I wanted to ask you, tell me like, you know, I, I'm a real big believer in like the way that you play jujitsu is a reflection of your personality. So like, what's your go-to guard, for example, do you have a go-to? I, I like starting, I, I like to be on top. I mean, I was, my, my top game is what I'm after constantly. I, I'm sure. uh, trying to perfect the over underpass because uh, it's a relatively, for me, it's an easier, I don't have to be quick. You know, I don't have to be fast. I don't have to be able to shift back and forth. I can just grab a leg and start slowly moving into position. And if I can get the position, then, um, you know, from there, my favorite is to go to north-south and then work paper cutter and, and uh, you know, choking, you know, strangulations from there, uh, sure. the dart, uh, the Kimura from there, all from on top mm -hmm. position. Because, uh, you know, my, my strength and my speed and my flexibility is uh, certainly starting to wane as I, I'm, you know, in my 60s. But uh, my weight, I can still distribute the weight. And uh, so that's a lot more fun game for me. I have been uh, allowing myself to uh, start from uh, the bottom and, and just to work different things. But yeah, that's uh, important. Yeah, when I get tired, I just go to the you know, to the thing that uh, I've had the most success with. And it's taken me, I would say it took me two years to really find something that I was comfortable with. And, you know, thanks to Adam, you know, pointing things out. And uh, even Zal, Zal said, uh, just play a slow, slow, methodical game and, and use weight. 
So uh, between those two, uh, you know, I've, I've found at least my foundational movement. Yeah. And, uh, and I feel like I'm going to have to relearn jujitsu eventually because I know in my youth right now, like so much of my game depends on being quick or being explosive or just using strength. But, you know, I remember Adam simulated what it was like to play in the master's level against me. He just made grips and sank. And, uh, and the cool thing about the sport, man, is like no matter what age you get, there's a game for everybody. Like how many other sports out there can you and your son participate in at the same time? And you guys can actually like go against each other. I see you guys sparring all the time. Yeah. I try to, I try to spar with him every time he's in class because he's, I mean, we're the basically the same size, same weight. I mean, and, uh, you know, if I'm trusting anybody, it's, I'm, I'm going to trust my son. And if I <laughs> decide to get a little crazy, he's going to say, that's just my dad. <laughs> yeah. You know? And uh, yeah. so, and you know, that's good because then the feedback's immediate. Uh, but there's a lot of guys that, uh, you know, my size that I like to train in with. And most of them are senior belts, but uh, they're older guys, you know, that uh, I prefer to, to work with just because uh, they, uh, they, we have the same, we have same, I'm a little bit long, uh, further ahead than them as far as age, but we have the same, uh, I guess, handicaps, if it were, if you, if you will call age a handicap. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. We'll call that an adaptation of style. I don't call that, I don't call that a handicap. You've got wisdom yeah. and experience on your side. Those are invaluable, right? Yeah. I was going to ask you what your favorite submission was, but I think you covered it. Hey, I agree with you. The neck is king. You know, I remember um, since I had a couple people from Mexico to do a seminar over at the gym, and one of them says, there's an ancient Russian proverb that says, if you break my arm, I can still chase after you. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> so uh, I'm a big believer, man. The neck is king, you know, and, uh, and I would much rather be put to sleep than have somebody crank on an arm or a foot a little too hard. So I'll take that. Yeah. So, And that's another thing of my uh, – my uh, lack of experience. I don't go for too many. Uh, I know a lot of wrist locks and a lot of arm locks from other my background, but they can be. Uh, it's hard to judge people. Some people are very flexible in those joints, and some people they hyperextend their elbows real easy, or their shoulders pop out real easy. So I avoid them. Same thing with heel hooks or anything like that. I mean, if yeah. they're presented to me, I'm going to lock onto them, but I don't hunt them. You know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. If it's there, you'll take it, but it's not like you're going to crank on it so hard that you're going to hurt somebody. I think most of us would much sooner let go of a submission that we know we have than try and go for it and prove a point, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Definitely. That's all I got for you, man. I really appreciate you being on and having this conversation with me. You're the first one. So, uh, right. I really appreciate it. Okay. Well, I look forward to seeing you on the mat and thanks for the opportunity. I'll look forward to seeing you on the mat again, too, sir. You take care. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tell your friends about the podcast. Check out sdbjj.com, sdbjj on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and we'll hope to see you soon. Take care.